Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Hello and welcome back to Being Miraculous, a podcast by Shweta Shivrami. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, Being Miraculous is a podcast to inspire to live life to its fullest through my journey of self-discovery. Miraculous is a derivative of the Greek word miraki, which means to do an act with unfeelingness, undivided attention, and wholehearted devotion. This podcast is a reminder of how we're not alone in this journey and on the simple things we can do to make this life a memorable and a beautiful experience. So welcome back and I hope all of you are surviving the Unlock One reasonably well. Today we have someone very special on this podcast. Unnati Bharadwaj is a counseling psychologist at the ThoughtGo, an organization that works towards emotional and mental health care for all. At DTC, she works with individuals with varying concerns particularly with individuals who are part of the queer community her area of practice is a reflection of her interest that is to enhance the literature and deepen one's understanding of the therapeutic relationships through a queer lens over the years unati has done a lot of things but something that stands out is her training by the samaritans mumbai as a support person for suicide prevention and her training as queer affirmative practitioner by the mariwala health initiative Unity believes in the mind-body connection and integrates it into her practice to create more intuitive mental health care strategies. Thank you so much Unity for being here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm happy to be here. Right. So Unity here has been a passionate voice for the rights of the LGBT community for a while now. So when we got talking about what we could collaborate on for the podcast, we realized that the June being Pride month, there probably couldn't be a more apt topic. All of us consider ourselves to be open-minded and accepting of all kinds of people in the world. But when it comes down to our actions, we are mostly neutral. We refrain from taking affirmative stands or coming out in support of a community openly for several reasons which we are probably not going to delve into today. Instead, we are going to speak about how we could make our minds queer affirmative. So, before we really get into the nitty-gritties of it, uh Let's begin with asking ourselves what is straight what do we mean by the word straight and how did that term come about that is an excellent question shweta um to understand all that we need to begin with the word straight a term that is used to describe a heterosexual person a person who is attracted to the opposite gender only Now this has been popularized because of the notion that um the path of convention was strict and narrow therefore straight and that was falsely believed to be the only way of life Now when do we realize we're straight we don't because society indoctrinates us from the very moment we are born into this perceived acceptable heterosexual way of life <laughs> that's that's so true Nithi I mean I can't go back in time and place a finger when I actually realized that it's almost as if we are conditioned that way since birth yeah we are taught how we are supposed to act and who we are supposed to find attractive in such subtle ways that it's very difficult to place a finger on when it even happens correct give you an example when a toddler is a boy we often hear by well-wishers how handsome he is going to grow up to be and how he is going to be a heartbreaker and if a toddler is a girl 
her dad needs to watch out for all the boys who will be after her now <laughs> right. they are designed to be taken as compliments but if you think about it they are also acting as reinforcers of the heterosexual orientation being the conventional or the regular option another idea that is simultaneously drummed in is the cisgender identity the idea that one's internal experience of who they are and how they wish to behave and express themselves must match the society's expected behaviors by the people who have the same biological sex interesting could you explain more in terms of what you mean when you say the term cisgender identity yeah so um let's break it up into two bits cis and gender so um gender is not the same as biological sex which is the sex that you are assigned at birth uh biological sex is often confused as gender but sex is categorized on the basis of your genitals your chromosomes and the presence of hormones in your body on the other hand gender can be further divided into gender identity and gender expression gender identity right is how a person experiences their own self and gender expression is how that person chooses to express that identity now when one's biological sex which is either male or female according to convention matches the gender identity we use the term cisgender for example if someone's biological sex is female and she identifies as a woman we will use the term cisgendered woman got it got it but are you trying to tell me that sex and gender are not the same no we have been forced to assume they are biological sex is okay. considered male and female but the more science has evolved the better we are beginning to understand that simply ruling gender based on the biological appearance of the body or the xx or xy chromosomes cannot possibly fathom the spectrum of sexes that exist in the world let me explain okay. this to you there are at least 6 viable chromosomal combinations that can exist in a person outside of the womb so right the first one is just having a single x chromosome which constitutes roughly 0.04% of the world's population it's more commonly called turner syndrome then okay. comes in the most traditional form of female which is the xx chromosome the next is xxy which is roughly 0.2% of the world's population more commonly known as klinefelter's syndrome the one after that is most common form of male which is xy then there comes xyy which is roughly 0.1% of the world's population and triple xy which is roughly 0.005% of the population now bear with me i know that these percentages seem very inconsequential but when you consider that there are 7 billion people alive on this planet you can figure out that there are almost assuredly tens of millions of people who are not strictly speaking xx or xy correct now it's important to understand that just like sex and gender are not the same gender identity and gender expression are also not the same sex as we discussed is the biology gender identity is your innate experience of who you are it is not something that one can influence or choose 
it is as natural and true uh, a part of your identity as any other part of your personality in gender expression it is how that person chooses to express this gender identity what i'm trying okay. to emphasize here is that there is so much more to our identities than the binary that we are forced to comply with for example a person may be born with male genitalia but experiences herself as a woman and may choose to express that in a fluid way where she does not strictly adhere to the binaries of male or female well wow, right that is an eye opener in many ways amiti and i mean you you start to realize the injustice of it all when you call it just binary right so is this where intersex also comes in yes so intersex individuals are those who are born with any of the several variation in sex characteristics including but not limited to the chromosomes that i mentioned before uh mm-hmm. it can also be irregularities in the gonads or level of sex hormones or the appearance of a person's genitals that do not fit the typical definitions for male or female bodies now this variation can sometimes be easily identified when it's outward and can be seen in a person who is born right. or in other cases it may never be identified ever and that person successfully leads a certain way of life and passes away without even realizing that there has been an irregularity okay now this again is with respect to only the biological sex i think um i should mention here that in our country tamil nadu is the only state that has criminalized unnecessary surgeries on intersex babies now i'm saying unnecessary because there are many times when there are physical irregularities in how a baby's body is formed and there need to be emergency surgeries to make sure that the baby survives but very right. often societies need to fit our children into binaries which has resulted in these unnecessary sex assignment surgeries on newborns which don't really have to happen right 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 so is is my understanding correct that what you're trying to say is that intersex individuals are also not the same as say uh, transgender non-binary or other gender identities oh definitely um intersex individuals are again um based on their biological sex while transgender non-binary and other gender identities are gender identities so let me just explain what these identities are for our listeners transgender sure. is a term used for individual whose experienced gender is not in line with the sex assigned at birth a person okay. inner experience is that of a woman but their biological sex is of a male would be referred to as a trans woman similarly a trans man is someone whose experienced gender is male but assigned gender is female it's important to note that the most innermost experience of who one is is more valid than the sex that is arbitrarily assigned to them at birth by just looking at their genitals 
Right, right. I think that's a very powerful point that you bring across, Anuti. Uh, the fact that the innermost experience being much more significant uh, than the arbitrarily assigned sex at birth, right? The sex identity assigned at birth. Yeah, and uh, that happens more often than not. Uh, apart from transgender individuals, there are other uh, individuals who don't necessarily fit under the binary, and I'd like to explain them. For example, sure. uh, non-binary individuals, um, they are those who don't identify exclusively with a male or female gender. They may feel like neither of the genders correctly describes how they experience themselves. Um, on the other hand, there are gender non-conforming people who do not wish to experience themselves, express themselves in line with the typical societal ideas and stereotypes of what their assigned sex should look like or behave. Okay. Agender is another term. Uh, it's for individuals who don't align with any gender at all. And finally, gender fluid is a term for a person whose experience of gender is so varied and dynamic, they might feel more masculine at one point and more feminine at another. Okay, wow. There are so many gender identities and such varied ways of expressing them. I can still feel myself just processing through it all. Yeah, and many people find it hard to comprehend and understand, especially since mainstream society works really hard at reinforcing the ideas of the binary. Absolutely, yes. become very confusing, Um, which is why another very common confusion people have is that the hijra community in Indian culture is um, equivalent to transgender people. But actually, hijra in Urdu means eunuch. And it's Mm -hmm. an umbrella term for transgender women and intersex individuals who would not like to identify as either male or female. Okay. The hijras uh, have been attributed this third sex in India with legal recognition, but they've had to fight a really long struggle for that. Um, A part of that is because they have such stigma. Um, They are labeled as men who are pretending to be women. Um... They suffer a great deal of discrimination in healthcare, housing, education, even employment and justice because of society's inability to comprehend their existence outside the binaries of masculine and feminine. Right, right. I think acceptance is the first step, right? And awareness and acceptance is the first step towards understanding something different from who you are. So, so let's, let, let's get this straight. So we're saying that sex isn't binary. Gender isn't binary. And even sexual orientation isn't just limited to heterosexual attraction. Absolutely. So, could you walk us through the LGBT spectrum then? Absolutely. So, um, sexual orientation also exists on a spectrum just as diverse and dynamic as gender identity. Since we've already explained what being heterosexual is, let's begin with the G and L part of LGBT spectrum. So, individuals who experience attraction exclusively to people of the same sex or gender as their own, identify as gay if they are men attracted to men and as lesbians if they are women attracted to women. Okay. Moving okay. on, bisexual people experience attraction for two genders. Most commonly it's assumed to be men and women but it can differ from person to person depending on their preference. Right, right. And I'm, I'm pretty sure there are many other sexual orientations beyond just LGBT, right? Uh, could you elaborate on a few? 
Yeah. Um, to name a few, I think pansexual individuals are those that can experience attraction towards others irrespective of their gender. This means that a person's gender identity or biological sex is not the defining factor for a pansexual person to be attracted to them. They often like to call themselves gender blind because they it really doesn't matter to them what their gender uh, of that person is. Another group is uh, termed asexual. So asexual is a term used for individuals uh, who are uh, they don't experience sexual attraction towards anything or anyone. Um they can be romantically inclined uh, where they experience romantic attraction, okay, but not sexual attraction towards their partners. and they can also be aromantic where they don't experience romantic attraction either however i would like to clarify here this does not okay. mean in any way uh, that it impairs them from experiencing emotional intimacy or developing normal relationships with others as friends and family being a sexual being is not essential to be a complete right. individual On the other hand there are many people who don't like labeling themselves under one fixed term anyway. Um and we right. refer to them as queer in general. Uh and there are others who are still figuring out their own sexuality and will call themselves questioning. Right, right. Interesting, interesting. Thank you for that, Anuti. So I think the question then comes is how can we be more affirmative in opening up and accepting all sexual orientations and gender identities in the society what would you say uh, you know the a small steps or baby steps for listeners could be um okay great that's that's a very good question uh, i understand that all of this new information at once can become overwhelming um and it shouldn't have to be this way um there is a very huge lack of positive right. representation of queer lives in indian society um and as privileged members of the cis het world i think it's our responsibility to use this privilege and create that space for the lgbtq members to coexist with us some ways in which we could affirm the community is by beginning to disclose our preferred pronouns and respectfully asking others what their preferred pronouns are For example, um a simple way I do that is to okay. uh, start using my own pronouns in work emails below my closing sign it. So I'd probably write thanks and regards Unnati Bhardwaj and right. then in a bracket below that I'll write she her because these are the pronouns that I want to refer myself with. Professional pro- spaces also take right. a collective decision to sensitize their teams about queer rights and how to make workplaces affirmative for every identity. Um now Marewala Health Initiative like I'm uh, like you mentioned earlier conducts trainings for a range of such topics for workplaces um professionals and even school settings Another small change we can make okay is in our day-to-day language you know using gender neutral terms has the potential of turning a hetero exclusive conversation into an all inclusive one simple things like replacing the word right. boyfriend or girlfriend with partner husband or wife with spouse replace mother or father with parent or caregiver use the right. word child instead of son or daughter 
and distinguished guests in the beginning of your address instead of ladies and gentlemen. These small efforts can really make a closeted queer person feel more accepted and less alone. Another simple rule I would suggest is to refrain from assuming that everyone is straight and cisgendered. However, don't get carried away and try to figure out everyone's identity either. <laughs> Respect that person's choice to either disclose that part of their life to you or not. Correct. And there are so many easy to understand online resources for allies who wish to support the LGBT community as well as queer individuals who wish to understand themselves better. I think that if people just really try to understand what they haven't ever experienced instead of shunning it, the world would become a wonderful place. Right, right. That's a lot of easy things that we could do in in our day-to-day way to sort of show acceptance and, you know, to say that we are open uh, to including every person in the society. And I I think that's a beautiful message that it's not just enough to be open-minded, right? We need to make a conscious effort to ensure that we provide room for every individual to express themselves wholly and completely. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that out. And for all our listeners as well, uh, the resources that Unati has mentioned, we will definitely loop that in on our website uh, so that you can uh, spend some more time understanding and going into the details of what you are interested in reading a little bit more about. Uh, so uh, thank you. Thank you, Unati, for being a part of this and helping spread the awareness on gender identity and the importance of making conscious efforts towards holistic inclusion in today's society. I think the conversation was definitely an eye-opener for me and I'm sure that it will be the case for a lot of other listeners as well. So thank you so much for taking the time out and being a part of the Being Miraculous podcast. No, no, the honor is all mine. Thank you so much for inviting me for this podcast and doing this to spread awareness to everybody. Thank you so much, Anudhi. So that's it from our side, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Shweta Shivraman signing out, hoping you have a fabulous week ahead. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट